Welcome to My Heart Songs Podcast number 183, Worth Cultivating Part 4, Kindness. Now we enter familiar landscape. Every major religion emphasizes kindness as an important attribute in its principles of living. Be kind without expecting anything in return. Do good. It is between you and Allah. Mitzvah gororet mitzvah, a Jewish expression reminding us that acts of kindness never die, but their lingering memories enliven the similar acts in return, an ancient form of pay it forward. Hinduism proclaims, a gift is pure when it is given from the heart to the right person at the right time and at the right place, and when we expect nothing in return. The Christian ideal from Mother Teresa, let there be kindness in your face, in your eyes, in your smile, in the warmth of your greeting. Don't only give your care, but give your heart as well. And that unforgettable Dalai Lama quote, my religion is very simple, my religion is kindness. I've always loved bumper stickers, those often profound soundbite summaries of philosophical intent, and would often create talks using them as a template. And a favorite was always practice random acts of kindness. It was Anne Herbert, an assistant editor of Coevolution Quarterly, from which sprang forth the whole Earth series, who coined the phrase, practice random kindness and senseless acts of beauty. Words to live by for sure, and a credo worth exploring. I must offer full disclosure here that as I age, I've developed thicker skin when it comes to the treatment of others. I regularly find myself in judging and condemning mode when I see young people on street corners with their anything helps signs rather than a seeking work variation. And people who contaminate street drugs with fentanyl, making them deadly, put them away forever and make them work for room and board, chain gang style. Same for child sex abusers and those engaged in people trafficking. Come into my home to steal and threaten me with a gun. Sorry you had a rough childhood, but you belong in prison for a long time. Not to leave out my scorn for crooked politicians and white-collar corporate evil folks who don't give a damn about planet and people, only greedy profits. And while I'm at it, anyone with a net worth of a billion dollars needs to be encouraged into kindness by at least 50% taxation of anything over that amount. So, back to being kind to everyone, friendly, generous, and considerate with each person I encounter. Even those ornery folks bowed up and fixing to do me harm. I find that challenging territory, yet worth traversing. Trust in Allah, but hobble your camels. Know that story? A master is traveling with a disciple, and they arrive late and tired at an oasis. Instead of tying the camel, the disciple prayed and asked Allah to care for it. In the morning, no camel. And the disciple said, You're always telling me to trust in Allah, so I did. The master replies, Trust in Allah, but tether your camel first, because Allah has no other hands than yours. Now a tethered camel can still be stolen. Doing what you can does not make the results certain. But don't shirk your responsibility. In my view, the story is a reminder that we must do what we can to make the world a better place by our actions, not just faith in a supreme being. As I'm working on this, I've gotten two telemarketing calls. I simply reply, I know you have a difficult job. I have no need of your services. I wish you the best in your life. Not so hard a thing to pass on a little kindness to those who infringe on my time and energy, scammer or not. So, 
as I strive to be kind in thoughts, speech, and deeds, I need to also pay attention to three caveats of kindness. The first is being kind, but not really being helpful. An important distinction when offering to assist someone. What they want, need, might look very different from what I think they need, want. Always good to simply ask, would you like my advice, or what might be helpful right now? The second is to stay awake to a pattern of being kind and then resentful. My resentometer is good feedback when I'm extending myself too much. The third is around intent, to try and stay clear. Am I in people-pleasing mode, an insidious trap designed to have people like me, or is my kindness an authentic impulse in this moment? Gandhi says, be the change you wish to see in the world. With that in mind, here is my seven-point prescription for everyday kindness, applicable toward self and others. Smile. Besides being an excellent stress reducer, this mouth yoga fills the body with an instant cocktail of dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins, opening us to others as well. Show appreciation, verbally or with small gifts of thanks, producing good feelings all around. Share abundance. Generosity of heart and wallet being transformative in many ways. Seek to actively listen, a point I've often made in these podcasts emphasizing how just being present and really listening can be a healing balm for someone in distress. Small acts of service, including bringing meals to friends who are sick, letting someone in a traffic line, assisting a friend with a project, and volunteering for causes we believe in. Start by assuming the best in others, especially how we hold them in our hearts and minds. Even those who have offended us or done us wrong, that crazy driver who cuts us off or is on their cell phone. Extending kind thoughts their way and wishing them well is good for all involved. Finally, sweetness in all its forms. Tender, thoughtful, gracious, gentle, friendly, courteous, caring. How to incorporate these simple practices into my day creates ongoing practice in abiding in loving kindness. Like with other aspects worth cultivating, it's easy to lose the focus, drop my attention, and then, whenever I remember, to get back on the horse and ride it where I want to be. Thanks as always for listening, and remember friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.